Evolutionary that Orn podcast coming your way, episode 524. Steve and the monster joining me. Today we're going to be talking about an important topic. It's keep a log journal, why it's a good idea. So, Mobster, I'll bring you in first. Why don't you talk a little bit about this? Right. I mean, I've, I've, as you may know, Steve, I've been online probably since about 1990, and I would probably say that I've had training logs probably, uh, I'm going to say probably from, from about 1995 onwards. So that would be the best part of 27 years. On a couple of forums, the grip one specifically, I think my log is either the second or third most reg, most watched, whatever you want to call it, topic they've ever had. And just for the sheer number of years that I've been doing that. Now, here's the thing, guys. Um, if, for example, you use a sponsor's product, that sponsor gets to see what you're doing, which means they support the forum. But it also means that the members of the forum get to see you using a sponsor's product and get to see the results. So that's just one thing right there. There's another one, right? And it's, it's quite simple. You have... When you make a New Year's resolution, it's this great thing that people used to do where they kind of announce what they were doing. And the the issue that doesn't apply with a New Year's resolution, but is a bonus for you when you do a log, is essentially you are having a kind of like a resolution every single time you make a log entry. People can see you doing the thing that you said you was going to set out to do, and they can see you plugging away. And so then, then that leads me to the third thing. So the third thing is this. People will support you if you have, if, if whether you're a professional bodybuilder or an amateur, the simple thing of you making a progress, you could be having a week, that's absolutely amazing. And then one day, it's kind of crappy. This is the day that buddies of yours, those that are following the log will say, keep plugging away, fella. Keep sticking to it. Everybody has a crap day. Tomorrow will be awesome. You were stressed. You didn't eat well. You didn't sleep well. Tomorrow... Get some, go to sleep early, fill your belly up, and tomorrow the gym will be absolutely amazing. Literally, the online support, you'll see this. And especially people that read your log properly will see this. Here's another example. And I've actually talked about this elsewhere. So there's actual science that works in terms of people's uh, memory retention. And the same thing applies, the same science applies to you writing down what you either intend to do, so like for your, your targets for tomorrow, or by seeing what you've written down, you'll, you'll get that feedback as well. So here's how it works. The science for the memory stuff was essentially thus, that if you read something and they asked you two years down the road, you're probably only going to say 40% of your memory would be referring to that original 100% thing that document that you read. If you typed it, you had a greater level of retention. Typically, I think it was around 50%. But if you wrote it out, it was as high as 60 to 70% of retention. So the same thing applies. If you, for example, and we see a lot of young guys these days, they'll use their phone and there's apps on their phone that allow them to record stuff. But if the physical act of keying in the sets, keying in the reps, writing down the name of the exercise and all that stuff will give a greater impact to your ability to plug away to your ability to follow the program and your ability to, to adhere to what you said you're going to do. Finally, and this is a, a, a sort of a analytical aspect, a lot, of, a lot of guys go to the gym and I, I, I train instinctively. That's, that's a great turn of phrase, but it means sometimes you're going to mess up in terms of did you do four sets, did you do five sets? I think it was four sets or so on and so forth. 
if you're writing it down, it's a lot easier to see the mistakes. Did I train too early? Did I train too late? Did I not eat enough? Did I not sleep enough? Did I not get any rehab? Why am I? Why, why do I keep getting injuries? That's a great example right there, Steve. We see this with a lot of buddies, including mates of mine back in the day, where they will keep getting the same injury. And you go, well, you keep doing the same exercise. You keep doing it in the same way. And it's it's sometimes difficult for us as individuals to see where we're going wrong. It's a lot easier for us as individuals to look at other people and see their mistakes. So here's where, again, that support comes in. And you can do it for yourself if you're that kind of person, but it's a lot easier for someone else. Like Steve and I, as we coach and we advise, we can come straight and look at your log and go, do you know what? That's because you had a hard day at the factory yesterday. That's because you didn't go to sleep early. That's because you missed a meal yesterday. That's with that elbow tweak that you keep getting. You need to switch the tricep exercise you're doing. It's very easy to analyze where errors and issues are coming up. And especially if you look back, and I'm going to use, uh, again, a Mr. Olympia as an example. Uh, I've mentioned it on a previous podcast, Dorian Yates. I'd actually love to see these in print, Steve. Uh, it might be a little bit tedious, a little bit boring, but you're looking at a Mr. Olympia doing it. He has said on multiple occasions, and there are actual pictures in one of his biographical books, I believe actually uh, from The Shadow, which is the most, the most autobiographical uh, biography, rather than the other ones, which are a little bit about his training and nutrition. And you actually photographs the training pages from his logs, literally in a spiral-bound uh, A4, I think, size uh, book. And... You can. He would say that he would do something for six weeks, and if it didn't work, he would drop it. And he would see by looking in the evening, many hours after the workout, he would spend 15, 20 minutes just to sit down over night time, thinking about the following day's workout, and look at his diary and see if this was progressing, see if I'm getting better, see if my triceps are popping, if my quads are popping, looking better, and so on and so forth. My strength is going up, that I'm not too tired. And he would have made those notes when he trained, and he was able to do that. And this is a mystery Olympia. You very rarely hear of Olympia level. Uh, competitors talking about this kind of stuff and an awful amount of people keep stuff online but Yates actually wrote it down in a notebook and kept those notebooks I believe it's one of those things that we'd like to have for posterity in some sort of bodybuilding museum Steve so this stuff is out there I think he says he still has them and he can still refer to them and as I say it'd be one of those great sort of let's have a look what Dorian was doing back in the day when he was at his absolute best and he can do that and that's another reason why you should do it what do you think Steve? When you come on the forum and you do a log, it's a great way for you to kind of keep yourself honest, keep yourself consistent, keep yourself in line. And it's also important, too, because you get encouragement from all, all of us. Now, on our forum, you know, 99% of us, we're positive, we're supportive, we're 100%. Anyone who isn't supportive, anyone who's an asshole, they don't last long in the forum. So, you know, we, we kind of push them out. We don't, we don't want you if you're a negative person. So you come on the forum, you start a thread, you get it going, list your stats. You can put pictures, white out your face, um, um, get rid of your face. So you're anonymous. And that's, that's the best thing to do. Um, and it's really, really good. All the stuff lobster is saying about the science. Well, it's very interesting because throughout history, you know, people who people have looked to, you know, just to the sky, you know, um, in, in, or to anything like the genie in the bottle, you know, um, Aladdin, you know, three wishes to Aladdin, you know, people who pray, people who meditate, people who, you know, they're, they're spiritual, all this stuff. 
throughout history, we've always looked, you know, done that. And, um, and it, you know, in whether, you know, it's to a specific God or whether it's to the, the earth, like earth, please give me something, you know, please let's let this happen, you know, and just having hope and having positivity in your life makes you a healthier person, more successful person. So it's really good to do a log like this and put that out there, put that positive energy out there and then have it return in spades. Cause then you got 10, 12 guys on the forum and then you got all these vets on the forum. And so you've got like 30, 40 of us every day that are supporting you and sending you back very positive vibes and, and pushing you along. And that's a really, really good thing to have. It's just, it's the same way going to a gym. That's a, a positive environment can actually benefit your workout instead of working out from home. And you've got the stresses of being at home, you know, a nagging wife, you know, the kids running around screaming, it kind of allows you to, you know, you, go, you get to go to the gym. It's your safe space. You get to go there do your workout, lots of positivity coming. But if you go to a gym where it isn't positive, you walk in, the person at the front desk is, a, is you know, is nasty. The, the manager at the gym is, is nasty walking around screaming at people and just being an asshole. You know, then it's, it's not going to help your workout. So it's all about being positive and we'll help you get there if you come on the forum. And by doing a diary every day and just updating what happened a day and being honest, yeah, today I didn't eat good. You know, I, I took my kid to McDonald's and I ate something I shouldn't have ate. Just come on and be honest. You know, we're not going to jump down your throat, but we're going to get you you know, back on the right path with stuff. And it's going to help you have a better cycle. It's going to be whether you just want to lose weight, whether you want to use steroids, whether you want to use supplements, whether you want to use SARMs, whatever you want to do, pop peptides, APED out there. You can come on, log it. We'll give you advice. We'll push you along, and then you can improve. My best cycles ever, my best anything with endurance running, my best with powerlifting, my best anything, mobster, were when I set a goal, yeah. and I said, you know what? I want to, whether it's endurance, or I want to be top three in my age group in this particular competition in one year. And boom, I went, and I didn't get first place. I would I would get second place or third place because I said I wanted to be top three. I didn't say I wanted to win it because I knew that there were some fast motherfuckers out there. And these guys, you know, they'll smoke my ass. So I said, you know what? I want to be top three, you know. And but if I went out there and I said, you know what? I want to win that thing. Then I would go there and win that thing. So it's just the way you think, you know. And um, the same thing with this. Do you want to, you know, you can set a goal. I want to look like this when I look at myself in the mirror. Set a realistic goal. I want to add this much to my bench and squat and deadlift. Set a realistic goal. Say I want to do it in a year and then log that thing. And then, you know, the progression that you do will will, uh, will help you get there. It's very, very important to, to think about what you want to accomplish and not just go into a cycle like a blind man and then hope that you uh, accomplish it. There's an element for me, Steve, where um, I've seen, I've watched a few lottery winners' videos. There's a fellow on the internet who won the lottery and he interviews other winners. And I've forgotten the turn of phrase that they use because it's on the tip of my tongue. But the gist of it is, is, is though they wrote down that they were going to win or they even wrote down on a very rare occasion the number and then it happened. 
And I think it's something about asking the universe. And I've seen a few famous people do this and said, oh, I want that role in this such and such a movie. I, I want that Oscar uh, in terms of acting. Uh, same thing, I want a number one if I was a singer. And literally they got a piece of paper and they wrote it down. They didn't sit and pray. They didn't do any kind of religious thing. Maybe they looked at the sky like Steve was talking about earlier on, but literally the act of writing it down kind of set something in motion. So the argument becomes, are you asking the universe to win the lottery? But the other thing is, especially in what we're talking about here with training and PEDs and nutrition, the, the act of writing it down makes you, because you're an intelligent person, you're on the internet, you're posting, you're plugging away, you're learning about those things, you're becoming more experienced and more educated on, on the subject as you do it, is that the act of writing it down kind of makes it happen. So there's that aspect to it, Steve. And again, it's annoying me to turn a phrase, but it's, it's the same thing. If you, for example, said, let's, let, let's just use a silly example. Come on, so I want to put two inches on my chest. And you made this declaration. You come online and it's called the two-inch chest expansion training log. It doesn't have to be anything creative or whatever else. So, And, and at the beginning, day one, you say, my chest is going to be two inches bigger. I need to have uh, bigger pecs and better upper back. And those two things are going to broaden and thicken, and when the tape measure goes around, my chest is going to be two inches bigger. So, right, how much weight do I need to gain? How do I, what exercises are going to be thickening my upper back? What exercises are going to thicken when my, the tape measure is across my chest? You ask the guys, the guys come on to look, oh, I would do dumbbell flies, I would I would squeeze the fuck out of my pecs, I would do incline bench, because that's where the tape measure is going to go, I would be doing face pulls or rear delts, I'd be doing something for the little tie muscles there. I would be thickening up my, my, my traps where they tie into my lats. All those things, that's where the tape measure is going to sit. And now you've got the guys giving you ideas. And then you work out the sets and reps. Should I do this much? What, what's my max and what's my percentage? And if you could do that for yourself and you're educating other people or they would help you do it. Now, now they're almost invested, Steve. And you're invested too because you said all of this. You described the, the, the process, you've, you've kind of written it down, you've made the declaration, now you've got to fucking do it. You've almost got no excuse because you came online and in front of 100,000-plus members said, this is what I'm going to do. You've got 30 or 40 guys giving you support. You have. That's like having a cheerleading team. Now you have to make it happen. You read it down, and it's going to happen because you have to make it happen. So there's an element there too. I mean, the, <laughs> imagine if you didn't. You gave up and you walked away and you come back six months late and you made that great declaration. There would be a bunch of guys that would just review. They would give you a little bit of shit purely and simply because you announced it and you didn't follow through. So you have to follow through. You have to do it. And now, like Steve said, it's it's like going to a super positive gym. You've got 10 or 15 guys that morning that you use comments you read on your log and then you went to train chest. Then you went to train, train back. And you can have that at the back of your mind saying, such as such that if I, if I move my chest into this position, I'm going to get a better contraction. If I arch my back, I'm going to get a better contraction on my back. I'll plow those two things in today, and it's going to happen. And I, I've done this, as Steve said, but whether it's running as Steve's done, all the grip competitions I've done, I, I will do offline. I will research other people's numbers, and I will do a, a document, and it's there for me in black and white. It's a little bit like Rocky Steve with the picture of uh, the, rest, the, the fighter that he wants to uh, win. Uh, beat in a, a boxing match, puts that picture up against his mirror and then takes it down and throws it around the bin when he knows he's ready. Same thing. I've got the numbers. I say, what do I do? What do I need to do in the gym that's going to beat that person? And then that becomes my log for the competition. Something else, changing the subject slightly, 
I've had this happen. And this is in terms of feedback where you've had a kind of what you think is a crappy day. So I had this, and I've told this story before. So I would have in some kind of training session, I'm going to say it was two hand pinch, which is a grip movement. And it was a, for me, crappy day. Uh, the, the, the session did not go according to the plan. The numbers were decent, but they weren't what I wanted and what I'd planned on. And someone reminded me, the comment below was something like, that your crappy day would be my best day ever. And I've, I replied, it's all relative. But it's a sense of perspective that gave me just a crappy day, one crappy day. And for the, the other person, it would have been the best day they'd ever had. And for me, of course, I was looking for to win a competition or to get a world record or to be in the top five, top ten of all time. And so my my target, my aspiration was a little bit higher than that person replying. But nevertheless, it was still you are that much ahead of everybody else. Don't forget to be grateful, motherfucker. So there was an element there. It also obviously meant that someone was paying attention. They was seeing what you did. I actually stopped writing down some of my numbers when I was at my absolute best on certain forums, Steve, because I didn't want my competition to know what the hell I was doing. I'd write the sets and the reps, whether it was a good session or a bad session, but they didn't get to see the actual poundage. I wanted them not to know how well I was doing and whether they needed to play catcher. But again, the rest of the year, there are people, they can find my name on the top 10 and they go, what is this person, whether it's me or someone else, what are they doing? What 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 are they putting into their training? Do they have crap days or or great days? What did they do to make a great day happen? Was it having an online log and writing stuff down? Is their nutrition better than mine? Do they have a different lifestyle? What are they doing? And is there some part of what they're doing in a successful log that I can apply to mine? Now, we get that. We get that on our forums. We get that on Evo. We get people, and we make suggestions. You know, one, I'm thinking of uh, one of the forum members right now, Steve, who runs a vineyard, a, a winery. And there are times of the year when he has to go out into the vineyard and work with the workers and get all those grapes off before they go bad in order to make the wine. And that means he will probably be doing 12, 14, 16-hour days. So there's absolutely no way on earth he can be doing those kind of days, physical labor, and at the same time come back and absolutely smash it in the gym. On the other hand, it's only two weeks. That means the other 50 weeks of the year, he's kind of got a schedule that he can adhere to. His competitions are programmed around those times. And so in his particular case, he's not going to be at his absolute best in those two weeks. But the rest of the year, he can be plugging away. He can make sure that his competitions are way out of season, so to speak, for the wine, but in season for competition. And he can aspire to and train towards the idea of competing when he's at his absolute best and not doing crazy amounts of work in the vineyard. So that's just an example. We've got other people that are doing the same sort of stuff. And it can be as simple as rip tabs, like Steve said, or the two inches on the chest, or another 20 kilos, 44, 45 pounds on the bar for an exercise. And 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 again, it's Steve, it's just like, I would actually say the more you put into a log, the better. So Steve mentioned already, photographs. Follow Steve's advice on you know, keeping yourself anonymous if it's an issue in your country where you're, you're uh, putting new information in from. But show us the beginning. Now you've got something yourself to look at. we got something to look at. And we can go back. And this is a thing that quite often we forget sometimes. When we're in the journey, when we are in the moment, middle of, say, a 12-week cycle, we can sometimes forget. But we can go then go back and look at week one, day one, 
and see that photograph and see that we've made progress and we're only halfway through the cycle, how much better will we at the end? We're all going to have bad days. We're all going to have negative days, tired days. We're all going to have days when we missed a meal or whatever else. But if we do enough successful things, enough positive things, we know that at the end of those 12 weeks, your buddies will know, the forum members will know that at the end of the 12 weeks, you will see a difference. And even if you can't see a difference, we can, because we're not that close to you. We're not looking in the mirror. You're looking in the mirror. But we can go, hang on, your arms, your, your, your delts are popping. Your arms have got a vein they never had. I can see your lower abs when you never had lower abs before. There's veins at the tops of your thighs. We can see that. You can get on a scale and see it, and sometimes with a tape measure, but the photograph as well, all of those things. And there's a bunch of ways that we can help you with, whether it's calculating percentages for you, whether it's sending you literally how to do tape measuring, with taking photographs in the same place, in the same time, with the same light, all kind of stuff like that. If a guy comes in, he's taking a picture outside, and the other picture's inside, it's going to look different. No, no, make sure both those photographs were taken in poor light, or both of them were taken in great light advice like that and it's just sometimes for us it's common sense and just stuff that we've done from millions of years of experience especially of a collaboration with all the forum members but as you're again you're in the middle of the journey sometimes it's hard for you to see and you're plugging away you might just be tired from the training we're fresh we've just had our coffee we can see what the hell's going on and there's a bunch of stuff there steve i would say for the most part if possibly do your training log as quickly as possible after the workout uh, try to make a note in literally on paper if you possibly can and then still put it online because although writing it down is a great way for you to uh, remember and work with the information, the support you get online adds another dimension. The photographs being online adds a dimension. And again, where else are you going to have the potential for thousands of people to be supporting you, thousands of people, whether it's on Instagram or if it's a training log, something like that, you know. And you see this with professional bodybuilders. You know that there's 100,000 people, arguably, on Evo, for example, and certainly the best part of a 1,000 plus a day that could potentially see your log and be in the background. They might not all make a noise. You might get 30 or 40 people making a noise, but you can see, oh, last yesterday I put a post up about my training and it's had 500 views. So it's the, you, that's the kind of stuff that, again, and you don't even know, not everybody will say something, but you have the arguable potential to affect 500 people in terms of them seeing what you're doing, their education, their learned journey, their their progress in the gym. They can see, oh, such as Joe Bloggs didn't have a good day yesterday. I can see that that's normal. I didn't have a good day yesterday, but Joe had a really, really good day today. I think I'm going to do the same. So it's stuff like that. And that happens. There might be only 40 or 50 people talking, but there's another 450 people watching and learning. And you'd be surprised, Steve, especially if you win. If you win or you hit that target, the amount of people that come out at the end and say, fantastic, I've been watching. I know I never posted before, but I've been watching your log for the whole of the 12 weeks. You put on the two, two inches. Well done. It's surprising when that happens because I've had it happen. And you go, look, like I said, you might have had half a dozen comments. And then at the end, you get 50 or 100 or 200 comments. And that just blows your mind. It shows you how many people were paying attention. And again, Steve, it's probably only 10% of the people that actually were watching and reading and being in a little way involved in what you do. What do you think? 
Yeah, I was I was reading some stuff when we were prepping for this. I was actually reading some stuff about Arnold Schwarzenegger and some of the things that he was talking about. And um, one of the keys to his success was using other people's negativity uh, to his advantage. So what he would do is he would basically just, it's kind of like um, what we refer today mobster in America in professional sports as taking receipts. And what that is, is basically, you know, you just basically take receipts of all your haters and you use that as motivation. And that motivates you to be, you know, your very best. And um, and that keeps pushing you along. So one of the ways that you can, you know, implement that is by surrounding yourself, you know, with really, really good people that are going to push you. In his situation, he had, you know, Franco Colombo, he had Sylvester Stallone. He had guys like that that he's talked about, which pushed him along. And then in the 70s, he had guys like Frank Zane. Although him and Frank Zane's relationship kind of got strained um, over the next few years. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where um, just just being just, you know, being positive and just, just every day just being grateful for what you have as well. You know, so, you know, it's a good idea just to write down, you know, some of the things you're grateful for now. Let's say you know, you're struggling. This is this is the segment where I'm going to talk about mobster. I'm going to talk about. Let's say you're struggling. You know you're you're not getting the type of results you want in fitness. You're falling short of your goals. What are some things that you can start changing? Well, that's one of them. Is start being grateful for what you have now. Just listening to this podcast, you're able to listen to this podcast. Your ears are able to listen to this podcast. Right. That's something to be grateful for. Being able to watch the TV, being able to watch, go for a jog and see where you're going. That's something to be grateful for. Right. So being able to interpret what I'm saying, being able to um, understand the language that I'm speaking, that's something to be grateful for. Um, You know, so there's a lot of different things that you should be grateful for out there that you didn't even think of. And and we take for granted. So those are one of the those are one of the keys when it comes to that. So if you do a diary, what I would do is I would start the diary off with what you're grateful for and relate it to fitness. It could be what I just said. I'm able to hear the iron at the gym clanging. I'm able to see myself do the bench. I'm able to have a gym access to a gym where I can go work out safely. I don't have to worry about a bomb dropping into the gym or a missile hitting the gym. You know, that's what people are going through right now around the world. A lot of people, a lot of people don't have access to gyms. They don't have the money to pay for a gym. They don't have a gym anywhere close to where they live. You know, they'd have to travel three or four miles to the nearest gym. You know, so these are little things that you could write and you can put this in your log as well. So start it out with something you're grateful for and then end end it with something you're grateful for. And that will bring you more things to be grateful for. It's just the laws of attraction out there. You'd be attracting more things. And it is the science behind it is true. If you look at every self-made CEO, every self-made billionaire, okay, They all are positive people. 
the ones that are negative, those are the those are the trust fund babies. Those are the people who inherited it. And really, in their life, they've actually lost more money than they've made, <laughs> you know, but but because they've, you know, they inherited all that money, they started out with a huge head start. So that's just uh, it's true. Same thing with athletes, the best athletes, most successful athletes, the ones that overperform. They're all positive. Look at Tom Brady. You look at him is he doesn't have the physical tools but look, look how successful he's been. And you have other players, they have amazing physical tools, and they fail miserably. Jeff George, quarterback. Jamarcus Russell, quarterback. To go down the list, these guys have amazing talent, way more talent than Tom Brady. They can throw the football farther. They can throw the football harder. They can run faster. They're bigger. They're stronger. Everything. But they're not as successful because they're negative people. So it's the same thing. So, yeah, Mobster, why don't you give us your final thoughts? Before we finish up the show, I think it was a great show. I hope you guys learned a lot, and we would love to see you guys come on the forum and start your own log, evolutionary.org. A lot of people want to know where to go. Come on, evolutionary.org. It's free to make an account. Just use an anonymous name, and like I said, post up anonymous pictures, crop out your face, and you can go from there. Or you don't even have to post pictures. Just list your stats. Just say, hey, I'm five foot 10, 180 pounds, whatever you are. And then, you know, we, we can kind of go from there and we'll uh, we'll definitely support you the whole way through. Right. So Steve actually named phrase I was looking for, which is the law of attraction. And it works with training logs. It works with the online diaries. Something which occurred to me, Steve, and this is just an example of the help that's available sometimes. We have these, these podcasts are meant to be timeless. But as many of you know, around now, this time, We've obviously had the uh, issues with supply and demand because of COVID. So as a good example there, Steve, when people found that they couldn't go to the gym, they had to set up some sort of facility or a way of working at home. And this meant whether it was body weight exercises, whether it was using furniture, whether it was even getting the kids to train with you. But what it also meant, obviously, if there was weights out there that people weren't using, deals were done. I brought a, a bunch of stuff, as Steve knows, sensible prices when everywhere else was going absolutely crazy when here in the uk two pound a kilo was typical second hand we were seeing prices like eight pound a kilo and i paid nothing like the kind of crazy prices because i looked but also because people literally i had at one point because i'd made the declaration i had people sending me links for bargain stuff that they didn't want but you might like it's mobster and so on so there's a, just an example of how people were, were supporting me in my journey and to, to do the stuff that I want to do and because they understood that I train like they train, that I want what they want. And that's another reason why people support you. The journey doesn't matter where I am. I might be that much further ahead in terms of my hand strength, for example, than someone else, but I'm still on the same journey that they are. I'm just a little bit further down the road. So they were supporting me in my journey and in return, I'm doing the same. So there's quick pro quo. There's, there's a lot of that kind of stuff that goes on. I've, I can say, hand on heart, Steve, I, I, maybe five or six times that I've had to deal with negativity and I just block those idiots anyway in the whole of that time because at the end of the day, every single one of us is aspiring to something beyond us today that may be available to us tomorrow. And it doesn't matter who you are. And that's the reason why we support each other and we plug away. And that's the reason why logs and the support that we get from those logs is such a positive thing. 
Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and it's based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.